All right, here we go with the news for November 1st, 2019. Yeah, it's been a crazy couple of days. It's been more of a merry Halloween than a happy Halloween because, well, up here in Wisconsin, we get a lot of snow. So I'm telling you, I think it's going to be a rough year this year. Wyoming was shut down again for the last couple of days. It seems like it's almost been shut down more than it's been running. So all I can say is just, you know, start looking up your weather. Start getting your weather apps. Uh, In the next week or so, I'll see if I can round up all the apps I do and put the links in here for what I use. And, you know, maybe you'll find some of it useful. So anyway, let's get on with the show. Across the nation, checking cities off his list, sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here we go. This is uh, a little bizarre. All right, over in Wyoming, uh, remember I've been talking about all the snow over in Wyoming, so here we go. This one's a little hard to believe, but truck driver got stuck. Okay, he got stuck for three days. On a passable road. It was a two-lane impassable road. All right. He was following his GPS, and he took a two-lane road. He was on his way to Salt Lake City. Uh, it doesn't say exactly where he is. Uh, it says it's Natrona County Sheriff's Office. Deputy gave the driver food and water, as well as a ride into Casper. So he's pretty close to Casper. So anyway, the guy got followed his GPS, got stuck, sat there for three days waiting for someone to get him unstuck. You know, Wyoming, it's winter, it's deadly. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. Don't just follow a GPS. Never just follow a GPS. That's insane. Ugh, moving on. All right, more bad news. Over in South Dakota, truck driver was asleep in an IGA, grocery store basically, and uh, responders responded, you know, they came, there's a truck fire. Came to put out the truck fire at 5.30 a.m. on October 30th. Well, apparently the driver was still asleep. Or he was in the bunk, in the truck at least, probably in a bunk. And uh, after they put up the fire, they found him. Apparently he passed away in a fire. Who knows what happened? Maybe he fell asleep, had a heart attack, maybe smoking or something. Who knows? All I know is it's a pretty sad way to go. All I know is, I'll tell you what. I've been doing this going on 24 years. And my one of my biggest nightmares is that something happens to me over the road. Yeah, because then your loved one's got to try to get you home. There's issues with all that. Uh, you know, just, uh, just it'd be a nightmare. You know, life is hard enough. Family got to go through something like that. So anyway, just stuff to keep in mind. Driver, rest in peace. All right, moving on. Well, it looks like this week we got two stories of drivers who did something they shouldn't do. Over in Oregon, some driver decided that 
Last week, he was going to drive his truck on the beach so he can get some pretty pictures of his truck out in the water. Well, he got some pretty pictures, all right, because a wave come up, dug his truck in the sand, and they had to haul him out. So, Sheriff's Department took a lot of photos of him down on the beach. Wow, that's real pretty. Looks like uh, the Clapstop County Sons of Beaches 4x Club were on hand to assist the driver in Franny's stuck truck. And they took lots of photos. <laughs> I don't think those are the kind of photos they wanted. I'll see if I can put one of them in the show notes. Or in the, you know, the, the header for this one. <laughs> what an idiot. I'm sorry, you know, don't, semi-trucks do not belong on Soft's hand. Just do not do it. I think he'll agree that it probably wasn't a good idea. All right, this one's got some good and some bad in it. Now over in, you know, this one's really hard to believe. This is really all about them predatory parking management companies. R&R Management at a Berea. That's a B-E-R-E-A, Kentucky. Now, over in Berea, Berea Kentucky, the, the driver's been parking at this Walmart for years. So here's what happened. Drivers parked there overnight. The signs are kind of hidden. All right. So these this parking scumbags they come over and this is the drivers that are parked over at Walmart they caught the video right they're they're gently tapping on the door you know like just barely you you'd never hear it over the truck idling and then they sit there and they come back an hour later and then they put this thing on the door on the window it's a big suction cup thing it's like a boot except it goes over your windshield so you can't drive and then they say hey if you want this thing removed, you got to pay 500 bucks. I think it was $560. All right. So they want you to pay $560. Then they say, Hey, if you don't want to pay the 560, don't worry. The tow truck will be here to take the truck away, which is, you know, then, you know, they're just going to incur more fees. So here's the thing. So the, the, the driver said, Hey, you know, why didn't you, you know, when you tell me I can't park it, it's a new thing. It's no big deal. I would have moved. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the tow truck scumbags, they say, this is what they said. They said, oh, we're not allowed to knock on the door because we had a driver come after us. Well, wait a minute. To warn the driver, you, you're not going to warn him, okay? But when you go to get the money from him, you got no problem knocking on the door like a bunch of maniacs. So basically these scumbags are just it's just some predatory bs you know these, these this is the bottom feeder you know just total scumbag these parking management companies it's a r&r uh, parking management apparently what happens is walmart contracts with them to manage parking lot and walmart oh we don't have nothing to do with it yeah whatever well you know now if you get a receipt saying you just shopped at the walmart then they got to take the stuff off you know, and then it, you can get on their ass about jumping on your truck, putting that damn windshield thing on there. And that would really tick me off. But I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of this. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's, uh, you know, just, you know, just an unbelievable. But here's the kicker. Okay. This is where, you know, and you can Google this one. This is great. Uh, one of the farmers in the area, this guy named Chris Young, you know, he went to the Walmart, right? And he seen what they were doing, right? They were giving these trucks, you know, tickets and warnings. He went over there, started knocking on the doors and warning the drivers and telling them, hey, these guys are, you know, they're booting your your, your truck. You know, you got to go. It's a big, huge fine. Drivers are, you know, appreciative, of course, because they don't want to pay no $560 fine. 
and in the uh, the parking management scum because uh, that's what they are they're just scum they were you know you can't do that what are you doing you can't warn these people you know they were quite upset about it with the farmer but the farmer's like I don't care what you say I won't go warn these people so Chris Young hero alright trucking with Kingfish we say Chris Young is uh, farmer of the week we don't have farmer of the week but farmer of the year man I mean this guy's just not taking anything got a couple of his buddies down there and yeah, they just warned all the drivers. I just think that's fantastic. So good for you, Chris Young. So what do you take away from this story? If you're down there in Berea, Berea I'm not sure how you pronounce that, B-E-R-E-A, Kentucky, and you're at a Walmart, don't park in a Walmart. Watch out. They have to get you. You know, and it's going to be like a five to five to $600 fine to get that stupid thing off. And it's a big, it's called a barnacle. And it's like a, look up barnacle boot on YouTube or Barnacle and, uh, you know, enforcement. And it's a big sheet and it goes across your windshield and it's got two big suction cups on it and it sucks in there. It's got a GPS on there to tell them where it's at. And it's also got a, um, an alarm if people start messing with it. So but you put one of those in my truck, we're going to have issues because I'm taking it off. Of course, what the driver should do is, you know, just walk back into Walmart buy some tools i'm not you know and i haven't i haven't looked at the thing up close i'm not sure how hard it is to take it off but you know go buy some tools maybe a portable drill and now you have your receipt and take that thing off yeah that's what you can do so anyway i don't know just watch out these parking enforcement scumbags they's out to get you so watch out all right the U.S. Department of Transportation offers new resources to help military reservists and service members find jobs in the trucking industry. Well, a lot of ex-military people driving trucks, so it makes sense. Uh, country's short of truck drivers. Guys are getting out of the military. They want a job that they can be left alone. Man, yeah, get in the trucking. I know I did. Of course, that was a long time ago. So apparently there's a website, uh, the FMSCSA. Uh, here's what it is. It's www.fmscsa.com fmcsa dot it's dot 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 g you know gov uh forward slash under 21 military jobs i'm gonna go ahead and put that link in the show notes so uh you know go ahead and check it out there uh they're promoting it eh, i don't know if you need a job you're getting out of the military might be a good idea because you get out of the military you've been away from where you live for quite a while so it's hard you don't know the job market at the very least, it might be a good way to you know make a little money while you're waiting to find what you really want to do, go to school or whatever. All right. All right, that's all I got for today. It was a short one. Not too much going on. No aircraft news, no maritime news, and no, nothing to do with cars this week. So at least nothing exciting I could find. So that's what it is. big thing is weather. I'm going to leave it at this. Just be careful of weather. It's going to be a rough one this winter. Uh, check your websites, find out what you're getting into, check your chains. In fact, right now would be a good time to pull your chains off the truck, inspect them, pull them off. Make sure you got a chain tightening tool for tightening them cams. Yeah, you're going to want that. Also, you know, make sure you got a couple of pairs of gloves, a pair of boots. Stay dry. As long as you stay dry, you'll be fine. It's when you get cold, that's when it's, or when you get wet, that's when you start getting cold. Life gets a little harder. I try to avoid chaining when I can, but I've certainly done enough. A lot of times, 
I'll chain up. I'll turn around. There's four or five people standing behind me watching me chain up. It's the big, uh, the big mega carriers. They don't teach their drivers how to chain, and they're all looking at me like, "Hey, man, can you teach me how to chain? Can you chain up for me?" And I'm like, "No, no, I can't, because my company's paying me to chain. They're paying me to do this, so I really can't." do your chains and get paid by my company to help your company I said, but if you want to watch me and you know i'll talk out loud and tell you what i'm doing and and then if you go back there and start doing it i'll check them if, if i'm if i haven't left yet you know and i'll give them the big tips you know like when you're when you first put them on this is a huge one make sure the cams the cams are the the things you use to tighten the chains after you get them hooked they're on the outside yeah, I've seen people hook them up on the inside. I don't know what they were thinking, but that's what they did. So, you know, lay your chains out. Undo all the cams. Lay them on the ground. Undo all the cams. Then, uh, you know, loosen them up. Then put the chains over the top. Hook them up. Then tighten your cams. Make sure you start at the bottom because you get more leverage, you know, or less leverage. So it's easier to, you know, work your way up. You know, start at the bottom. And after you do that, yeah, you know, if the top ones might be super tight, you might want to use a cheater bar. Put it over there. You know, the little L tool they use for tightening chains makes it a lot easier. Get them chains on as tight as you can. Uh, the tighter chains on, uh, the tighter the chains are, the less wear and tear you're going to have. You know, you'll take them off. They'll be fine. If they're real loose, they're slapping around. You could do a lot of damage, take out some... You know, who knows what it'll do, but do a lot of damage. What I like to do is I like to take the mud flaps off and I put them on a catwalk and I strap them down with some bungees. You know, get them out of the way because if the chains reach up and grab your mud flaps, they're just going to rip them right off and then it's one more thing you got to deal with. Another thing I like to do, like I said, you know, put them on. Make sure on the edges, the chains are kind of, they curl up where they connect, where they, you know, how they wrap around. Make sure those pointy edges are facing outwards. When you look at the chains, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. You don't want anything pointy on the way in because it'll tear up your tires. And that's not something you want. So, you know, you want to protect your tires. You know, make sure their chains aren't hitting nothing. Make sure there's nothing in there, you know. Also, don't be in a hurry. You know, you're lifting heavy chains. You're on slick ground. You know, you slip. You can fall. You can hurt yourself. You know, just don't be in a hurry. Be smooth and be efficient. You'll be just as fast. All right? If you get too cold because it's really super cold out there, take a break. Step in a truck. Get warmed up. You know, uh, you can do this by yourself. You don't need, uh, you know, if there's two of you, you don't need to do, you know, you don't need to, as a team, you don't need to do it. Uh, you can do it as yourself. I generally just do it myself. My co-driver's sleep. I just don't want to wake him up. Uh, if he does wake up, I'll just have him move the truck back and forth. Now, here's here's a, here's a nice little tip that a friend of mine told me. Turn boy called me up and told me this tip, and this is I thought, man, this is fantastic. So when you go to stop, you got to take the chains off. It's pretty easy. You just undo the cams, undo the chains, pull them out to the side, and then pull forward, and you can take them off pretty quick. Well, here's what you do. You don't know where the ends are because they're all covered with snow and they're kind of hard to see. And when you're driving, you certainly can't tell where they're at from when you're driving. So what you do is you take those 
those plastic seals, those, those, uh, plastic seals, you know, for the trailer, take those and put them right where the ends are, where you connect, where you connect the chains up, you know, after you put them on and then you set it off to the side, when you come to a stop, you can see in your mirror where the, where the plastic seal is. And then you know that the, the chain where they're connected is on top. Now, the reason why I do that is because when they're on the bottom, then you got to get back in, pull forward a couple of feet, you know, and, you know, disconnect and all that. Um, no, this is the easiest way to do it. It's just, you know, look for that seal. All right. Seals exactly where I want it. Boom. Pop it. Pop them off. Easiest way to do it. Let, you know, no fuss, no muss. It is just the easiest way to do it. I couldn't believe I didn't do this for years. Oh, it's so simple. And those plastic seals are easy. Another good thing about that is you got that plastic seal on there, and you can see it in the mirror, so you can tell your tires are moving, you know, which is kind of important, you know, because sometimes it's kind of hard to tell. And, you know, when you're climbing up the hill, watch out for all them people that didn't put them on tight, and they threw their chains. You know, no point. You can do it, do it right. So, anyway, like I said, what I want to do... Hopefully, I get it. Uh, you know, be in the yard at the same time. Sal Paul is he can do a, you know, he'll I'll have him chain up, and it, of course it won't be realistic because he'll probably do it on a on a dolly, and a tire you know be up in the air and what have you, and you know and it'll probably be brand new chains when we do it, so it won't be realistic, but you'll get an idea of how we do it. We can you know we do it pretty quick. We will put the chains over the top, or first lay them all out. Like I said, undo the cams put them over the top of the tire and then we take the black rubber straps run them around the bottom of the tire and back over to the other side you know almost like a u and then that way when you pull forward the chains stay nice and tight and then when you go to hook you don't have to lift the chains up in the air they're already up in the air because the bungees are holding them tight then you just hook them up Take your, uh, you know, hook up the middle one first. Always hook up the middle one first. Then do the inside one, then do the outside on the three railers. Because that middle one's just a pain to do sometimes. And then once you think you got it tight enough, then take your cams, tighten your cams, go around, and then do it that way. That's the best way to do it. But we'll do a video, and I think what we'll do is, uh, it's how Paul getting old. He probably breathe hard hooking up them chains, so... Uh, we'll do it in the yard, record it, and then uh, I'll record the audio and then put the audio in with the thing. So he won't be talking as he does it because he'll be lifting those things and all you'd hear him is breathing. Probably worse than what I'm doing now. But anyway, you know, it's uh, there's always a better way to do things. There is no best way to do things. There's always a better way to do things. So if you got any better tips, give me a call at 414-666-1926. And, uh, you know, just like I said, be careful. Make sure you're wearing good footwear. What I do is I put rubber boots on. I don't want my shoes getting wet at all. And I carry two, three extra pairs of gloves. Because uh, once your gloves, even if they're water resistant, they'll start to soak through. And, you know, I don't want something too thick because i got to feel the chains. So I'll have three pairs of gloves. And then when they get wet, I'll switch out my gloves and put on another pair. You know, it's, uh, I've been using the same pairs for three four years now just go to harbor freight uh i go to harbor freight because you're going to tear them up so there's no point in getting you know anything overly expensive you know you don't want anything you want something you can mess around with now another thing you might do if you're just stuck in a parking lot or something run a single uh, strand of chain through the tire 
and around and hook it up with a U-bolt. You know, just one single strand of chain, you can get it, you know, Harbor Freight or whatever, you know, at your hardware store. And then uh, that'll be, it might be just enough traction to get you going. Like if you're stuck in a fuel island or whatever, it might help. It's not, that wouldn't go down the road that way, though. Also, winter's coming. You come into a stop at a rest area, you know, you know, it's cold, it's a little wet out, it's freezing. Uh, drag your brakes a little bit before you stop. Heat them up, get that moisture out of there so it doesn't freeze up. And, well, what I like to do is I don't set my trailer brakes. You know, unless I'm on a steep downcline, I just don't set the trailer brakes. Because if you don't set the trailer brakes, they can't freeze up. But I still drag them, get them a little warm. You know, get that moisture out of there. Uh, let's see, what else do we do? I'm trying to think of little things. Lots of little winter tips. Everybody got a bunch. I know I'm leaving a whole bunch of stuff out. I didn't write any of this down. I should write it down. But, you know, you, like I said, you want to give me a call? 414-666-1926. I'll put, your, I'll put you in the show. Yeah, you got some good winter tips. I want to make a whole winter episode. I've been meaning to do that, but I, I didn't have it. You know, and I was thinking I got plenty of time, but it looks like winter's here with a fearsome. It's fearsome here now. You know, it's just been snowing for the last day here in Wisconsin. It's just crazy. From what I understand, this is the earliest they've ever gotten snow in uh, 100 years. So, that's crazy. But... You know, like I said, there's all kinds of winter tips, a lot of things to watch out for. Remember, when you get out of that truck at fuel island, be careful. A lot of ice might slip and fall. You know, make sure you test the ground before you let go of that truck. Otherwise, you might find yourself on your tail. Uh, I know I've come close. You know, I've been walking across the parking lot and was, whoa, what's all this? Didn't see the ice. I just barely made it. Ooh, it's enough to wake you up, let me tell you. So, anyway... I'm sure others got a lot more better winter tips than I do. I'll put a bunch of them together and see if I can put it in show notes and we'll see what happens. You know, make a whole episode on it and then do a video and chain it up, put it up on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Trucking with Kingfish. Just look for Trucking with Kingfish. I'll put up a link in a later episode. Uh, not too much up there right now. Big Boy Engine and some little car shows and things like that, but not too much. But you can subscribe if you want to go over there. So anyway, I'm just droning on at this point. I can hear the music, so I hope everybody has a great day, and I'll talk to you all later.